everybody. Welcome to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We're going to start a series today called The Five Biggest Mistakes You Make in Training While in Prep. And the first one, Adam, and we just got off of a fantasy cap camp training edition experience, which was phenomenal. So obviously all this research is floating around my head. So I wanted to do something like this. But when you equate it down to prep, I think it really takes on a lot of different variables. There are already a lot of things to discuss, but since we're diving into prep, let's talk about regulating volume because this in itself is a big topic, even if you're not in prep and how many sets should I do per week? How do I distribute that over how many workouts? Uh, when somebody's going into prep and so week one, you're suggesting a, a macronutrient profile and an energy balance distribution that is a deficit of some sort, probably pretty aggressive. You know, we're going to, we're going to take our clients to a level that we know they're going to lose effectively, but still safely and protective of lean body mass. Do you do anything right off the bat? And then subsequent question later in different phases of prep where you're changing volume, overall training volume. How do you handle that for a prep? Absolutely. That first move, I may not change that much. I might let them keep the training in, but we want to ask those recovery questions and see how they're doing. And this is where you really start seeing the individual needs with the athlete based on what they're reporting to you. But even though that first jump down is a decent amount, usually, I, I usually don't find that they need to exit their off-season training volumes quite yet. But you are correct, later on in the prep, we need to. And I that's where it gets really fun for me, because if someone has great legs and we don't think they need to be any bigger, you know, we can really pull back leg training. And that... If you can do that, you can start putting volumes a lot of other places where, where they might need it. So if you can get that leg day out of there, you know, or maybe every 10th day or maybe even every other week, if they're really ahead of the curve in size, uh, you can do a lot of other things uh, really well with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would agree that the calorie deficit is one thing, but their body composition obviously didn't change overnight. You know, they're in week one of prep. They're still at whatever percent body fat they were. So you are a little bit more resilient to things like frequency and volume. But I would add that it kind of depends on what you just completed to end your off season, because I might have somebody at a pretty low frequency because we're really lifting super, super heavy and they needed more recovery. Other people might have accomplished that a couple months prior, a training block previous, and you know maybe they're already doing a little bit more volume. And so to your point, we wouldn't necessarily make a change just because it's time for prep. But I, but I will say one thing that I start thinking of in a deficit is, you know, we, it may be good at some point to reduce overall volume. It doesn't have to be a lot because you also may want to have some overreaching components here or there, even within prep. But I, I think it's smart to to think, first of all, just being a little bit more cautious with volume. And I'm curious if you later in prep at certain times, do you say, okay, now that you've crossed this line and you're this lean, do we need to pull back? Or is there a time where you say, hey, man, this is prep, like it's more, 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 and you're going to add volume? Yeah, we, we definitely do pull back towards the end of prep with pretty much everybody. 
you'll sometimes have those really just smooth preps as genetically gifted athletes that, you know, when you're adding cardio, it's not taxing them too much. But that's one thing in the equation I'm sure we'll talk about more later. But you've got to think cardio is likely increasing for these athletes. So the activities, you know, getting higher and higher and higher, even if training's not changing. So you usually do have to change that training to equate to that. And you actually brought up a good point because I had a client move up show dates on me and we were doing a pretty heavy uh, power block for them. So we ended up taking uh, three to four days off and actually went to more uh, hypertrophy split because she was pretty beat up after that training. And uh, we wanted to get her body a little bit more relaxed in prep before we made that first move. Exactly. And I think that is the bottom line to, to my last point, which is some clients do think, hey, this is prep. Let's do more. I want to train six or seven days a week and do doubles and so forth. You know, again, calorie deficit means you're probably going to need a little less. You bring up another good point that cardio is probably increasing. So less can be more. And we're going to talk about frequency and intensity coming up. So you guys stay tuned and we'll keep covering this in the five biggest mistakes you can make in training while in prep.